Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 59 of the B-Team podcast. And uh, Ben, we're back on schedule. We had a little one-off NBA episode. Now you call in the B-Team, which in this case is the A-Team. I'm sad boy. Uh, tonight's probably You're all happy. I am not. Well, shut up. Busby, just for the people, this is a, a audio podcast, but he's watching the Grizzlies play right now. He's got his nice little baby blue Grizzlies hat on. He's so happy. I'm just, I'm just happy he's happy. Aren't all podcasts audio podcasts? There's some visual. I mean, you can put it on YouTube. It's not a podcast, though. It's a video. Okay, I mean, if we recorded this podcast and put it out as long as well as the audio form, so like P. So uh, uh, pardon my take. Is it not a podcast because they put out the video? The podcast is what they put on podcast All platforms. Right. All right. <laughs> You're about to piss me off more than Mississippi <laughs> State's inept offense on the road. All right. It's hard to do. All right. You want to talk about college football? Not really, but yeah. That's all I know to talk about. We have to start in Knoxville. Tennessee beats Alabama 52 to 49. You'll always be home, sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. <clears throat> wild that's never wild that yeah i felt disgusting coming out of my mouth um yeah game of the year so far i would oh, say absolutely easily easy without a doubt without a doubt uh, jalen hyatt had his randy moss moment where he had what four catches or five catches and four of them were touchdowns Yeah. They all ran three catches, three touchdowns, 168 yards, or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, coming out party. I mean, this just wild all the way around. Busby, Busby, I, I love you. And the people love you. I'm paying attention. You're not. Opening you're, not you're locked into the Grizzlies game right now. We got to lock it in, all right? I'm here, dude. You can watch the replays. It'll be okay. All right, look. Bama, Tennessee, go. Hinton Hooker looked awesome, probably leading the Heisman race right now. Uh, For sure. Bryce Young, I'm not sure he was ever hurt because that dude did not look like it. <laughs> uh, Jermaine Burton apparently punched a girl coming off the field. Not a good look. Uh, Did he or did he slap the phone out of her hand? I don't know. I, I'm going to be completely upfront with you guys. I didn't watch the video. The video from the stands look is really blurry. It looks like he punched in the face, but then I saw another one. Looks like he made. Either way, just also not if he punched a girl in the face, bad. You should be suspended. Blah blah blah. We all know that. Also, if you're gonna run on the field after the game, don't get in the opposing players' faces. Yeah, it's probably a good uh, idea. Good sound idea. Because also you can't punch somebody. You remember when LeGarrette Blount right, knocked I, out that dude at Boise State? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I remember watching that live. Yeah. Just being like, whoa. <laughs> we were young boys. We were. That was back whenever, like, Boise State was good. 
Yeah. They were, they were that weird black school. That, that would be a TV really good trivia question with. is, was who is that guy that you knocked out? Because nobody knows that guy's name. No, not a chance. I don't even know. He was either offensive or defensive lineman. He was a chomp boy. Yeah, he got dropped too. Yeah. <laughs> like Jordan Poole facing Draymond. What a turd. Uh, looked like Creed 3 out there, if you know what I'm saying. You've never seen Creed 1 or 2. I am <laughs> disallowing you from making that joke. I was just waiting on you to say it. I do need to watch this. Also, back to Alabama, Tennessee. Yeah. Yes. Um, Tennessee moved up to number three after this, as they probably should have. Um, I would have been fine putting them one, two, or three, but you can't drop them any – you can't put them any lower than that. Probably the best win of the season for anyone, right? Uh, I don't think it's close. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who else would have a claim to it. Yeah. I mean, they beat one of the three top dogs that everybody's been talking about all season. So, um, yeah, definitely. That I think I thought they should have been one. I mean, I'm okay with three. It's all going to work itself out in the end anyway. Um, but they have the best resume by far. And yeah. uh, they passed the eye test. I mean, they just put up 51 on Bama. So. Me too. It's giving me very much 2019 LSU vibes. A little Not bit, quite. yeah. Not quite that level, um, but it's close. And, so, and just like LSU that year, yeah, they just kind of built up to it, you know. Um, well, yeah, yeah, both quarterbacks had, they, really good, Heisman they, contenders. They had a road win early in the season against a team that was thought to be pretty good, turned out to not be all that good. That's Texas and Pitt in this scenario. Texas and Pitt, yeah. Um, and then they just got on a roll and couldn't be stopped. Bless you. Thank you. And then <laughs> I hope I muted that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You did. Both had quarterbacks that were roughly 30 years old playing college football. Uh, wide receivers were really good. <laughs> um, and a defense that was good enough to get the job done. Yeah, and they – the only difference – well, not the only difference. Big difference is one has an actual coach as the head coach. Yeah, the other one had coordinators. Have you seen – and I'm sure this is hyperbole and getting caught up in the moment. That scene Saturday, I can't remember a better one. I mean, A&M last year they beat Alabama, but that that was just next level. Well, this was 15 years of being dominated by someone you consider to be your rival and it all just being forgotten about in one – Three and a half hour long game. Yeah, and it'd be it'd be like LSU losing fifteen or Bama losing fifteen straight to Tennessee or, or LSU or Auburn and then just beating that ass at Brian Denny. You know? Yeah. That did you see that picture afterwards from like outside the, on the water of all the the stadium with the smoke above it, the cigar smoke above it? Uh, no, I didn't. But that was the coldest picture I've ever seen in my life. I'll find it. Send it to you. Every picture that's come out of that night has yeah. looked like the greatest time of everyone's lives. Yeah, I. Um, it made me want to be a Tennessee fan, which I thought I would never utter those words in my life. So, <clears throat> all right, Ben, 
uh, closing remarks on Tennessee, Alabama, do you have anything? No, I mean, I think Tennessee, I mean, they showed up for the occasion. They took – actually, yeah, a couple of things. They took – they they got up early and then weathered the storm against Bama, and that's when you would typically see teams fall down is when Bama fights back and gets back in the game. Bryce Young, like you said, just played out of his mind. But Tennessee kept scoring. I mean, Bama would have these long drives, and Tennessee would come out like three, four-play drives and just go straight down the field, which I thought was really impressive. And then are we going to talk about this Bama team and penalties? Uh, they'll have three this week, so don't worry about yeah, it. I mean, we know. But was it 16? I think eight of them were false starts. Yeah, and that's the credit to the, the environment. Yeah. Um, but they – I mean, we've never – I think that was the most in, like, Bama history since Saban's been there. Yeah, so it was insane. Just super uncharacteristic. And they even showed it at home against AM. They had a ton of penalties. And that was yeah. in Brian Denny. So Bama I think fans, that's I mean, this team. Go ahead. Bama fans are not coping with this well, by the way. I don't know if you're gonna get there or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I saw everyone some follow the... uh message board geniuses on Twitter if you don't already. It is a fantastic account. And uh yeah, uh spoiler alert. Fans are mad at the refs and all kinds of weird stuff. So, because Bama doesn't get see, every single call. Did you see the? They're mad about the the yeah the touchdowns uh, or the ref saying yeah. <laughs> That's how you know you don't lose enough. This is why I've always said. Like I told my dad, I'm like, it's brutal being an Alabama fan because you can't get that happy when you win until you win the national championship. And then this happens and you're the butt of every joke. Like everybody is like their biggest win ever. Yeah. I was watching the game Saturday with a couple Alabama fans and they were just living and dying on every play. And I was like, dude, I can't believe y'all are here right now. Kudos to you guys. Um, because I would be watching this from the comfort of my own home and freaking out there. But it is one of those things where, like, I don't feel bad for him because why should I? No. But, no. like, that is, like, they don't know what to do afterwards. They're just, like, I I haven't experienced this feeling. Where do my hands go? Yeah. Whereas we get to it later, Mississippi State fans are like, all right, this is that point of the year where we just uh, – Last thing I have been, have you – this is just hypothetical – Ooh, that is a nice pick, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about the – I didn't just send him an unsolicited pick. He, he's like talking about the cigar smoke over Neyland. Um, Have you thought at all about the possibility of Alabama winning the West, running the table and winning the West, Georgia running the table, including beating Tennessee, and then Alabama beating Georgia in the SEC championship game? It's such a weird mm. it's such a weird like what does the committee do there situation that I really want to see it happen. Did this did we not have a similar situation? We had something in the Big Ten a couple of years ago where Ohio State was eleven and one but lost to Penn yeah. State. And then Penn State mm. went on to win the Big Ten, but they had two losses and the committee took Ohio State over Penn State. I think that's when Ohio State won it. They were the four seed, played Bama in New Orleans. That's when Zeke went off. And then they played Oregon, the Mary 
Toyota team? I think so. In, in the national championship? I think that was that year. Yeah, it would be super. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, that plan doesn't fit your narrative because you have Georgia losing to Mississippi State, but yeah, not it anymore. would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Although we do get him at home, so he might score. Yeah, you know, it's in Davis way. points instead of 10. Who am I kidding? You think we're going to make a field goal? That's that's a joke in and of itself. We haven't gotten there yet. Put off the Mississippi State talk. So, yeah, Hendon oh. Hooker versus C.J. Stroud for the Heisman currently. That's going to be fun to watch play out. Yeah. yeah Bryce is there. I don't know. It would have to be a crazy road for him to win it. But I texted you during that game Saturday that – and if they had won that game, he's got to be up there. I think Bryce I mean, was the best the player insane. in the country, but I don't think he has a chance of winning the Heisman. That's fair. Uh, also, just quick sidebar. Um People are like saying that Will Levis is a better NFL draft prospect than Bryce Young. That's like a it's real thing. All, it's mark. all based on like size and arm strength and all that kind of stuff. Will Levis stinks. Would you ever in a million years take Will Levis over Bryce Young? Never. If the Colts, I'm telling you right now, I at, at 7 16 p.m., October 19th, 2022, my Indianapolis Colts need a quarterback. If the Colts draft Will Levis, I will disband my my fandom. I will become a free oh, agent no. NFL fan. I don't want that to happen because you're associated with the Colts, but that would be fun having your free agency. We got to move on to the next game. This podcast right. is going to be three hours long. <laughs> the second top ten game, uh, Michigan beat the brakes off of Penn State, forty-one to seventeen. Yeah, uh, I literally <laughs> didn't get to watch a ton of this game, but what I did watch, ben. what I did watch, Michigan was just doing whatever they wanted to. They had a couple mistakes that kept Penn State in it early, and then it was just the route was on from there. Yeah, this game. The only reason you said Penn State was in is because of Michigan mistakes. Um, they were trying to keep up early, but really couldn't do anything. Sean Clifford had like a 70-yard run. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, almost didn't. I think they had to convert on fourth and goal. They still barely got in. Um, but, yeah, this was – we had talked about this, about if we're not sure about Michigan. Michigan, and if we believe that Penn State's a, a decent team, like I thought, I mean, this was as good of a win as you can get. Um, just really killed them. Yeah. And when – I know they just extended him. Like, when are we going to talk about James Franklin? Uh, when are we going to talk about, like, half the coaches in the Big Ten? Because what's Michigan State doing with Mel Tucker? <laughs> Why well, is Kirk Barrett still in Iowa scoring four points a game? Because that is Iowa football. Three yards There's a couple bright spots. That's a good – Brett Bielen, that's a, that's a bright Bert. spot this year. We love Brett. Uh, Wisconsin slowly turned it around too under um, uh, uh, old buddy Jim Leonard. Purdue, Purdue's fun. They have a big game this weekend. We'll get to that later. Um. So yeah, I don't have any other takeaways other than I think Michigan is very squarely one B in the Big Ten. I'd still prefer Ohio State more, but if Michigan beat Ohio State, I know it's in the horseshoe. I still wouldn't be completely shocked. So. The running back, he's in the Heisman. Blake Corum. Talk. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Uh, the other 
God, we had so many great games this weekend, and I couldn't enjoy any of it. Oklahoma State, TCU, TCU won 43-40. to 40. They are now the lone undefeated team in the Big 12. I think we both said that we don't think they're the best team in the Big 12, but, I mean, this is a surprise year for TCU, and they just keep chugging along here, so. Yeah, I didn't watch hardly any of this game just because of all the chaos that was going on. Um, Oklahoma State was winning this game for a long time. I kept up with it on my phone. Um, then TCU fought back and obviously won it. It went to overtime? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, kudos to them. Um, Big 12 is crazy, crazy fun. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to say about that game. Here, no. I don't think it's on uh, our list, but Texas – Matt Texas Campbell winning this week? Me. Yeah, Matt Campbell almost got me. <laughs> this would have been a bad week for our weird uh, enemies on the podcast if Matt Campbell had beaten Texas. Yeah, it would have been a bad You've, bad you've squarely staked your claim as anti-Matt Campbell for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. You're the only person I'm... in America that doesn't like Matt Campbell. <laughs> I think he stinks. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. And then you brought up Texas. They go to Oklahoma State this week, so that'll be fun. Yeah. About to wax that <laughs> a grown man ass. All right. Out west. Alexis. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, stop. Good Lord. I say, oh man, that's funny. <laughs> and then uh, dominated me. Yeah, let me let me regather myself again. Uh, out west, uh, Utah beat USC forty three to forty two. I think they went for too late after a uh, go ahead touchdown to uh, take the one point lead and held on. This was a fun game too. I only saw basically the fourth quarter of it because I was watching the state game. Unfortunately. Um, but the ending of it was fun, and the Pac-12 remains a fun conference too, similar to what we talked about in the Big 12. I have no clue if anyone's good, but I think it's a fun conference. I watched the end of this game. I was fired up because I knew we had opposite sides of this. Totally thought I had Utah plus points the entire wow, time. Utah was favored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I had Utah plus points. I was like, go for two. Go for two. Either way, I'm about to win this bet. Doesn't matter. Go for two, get it, and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I needed I needed overtime. Uh, but, yeah, this team, USC just – I don't know. They would get drives going and then stall out. Um, Caleb Williams is really good. But what's the guy – Utah's quarterback. Cameron Rising. Rising, yeah. That dude, I mean, he's got – He's like one of those like college quarterbacks. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, he's just so like he's such a college stud. Yeah, he's a college stud who will never do anything probably in the NFL, but just one of those guys that's insane. Um, and they had the cool calls going with the helmets, you know, the the two guys, and that was really cool yeah. to see afterwards. So it was a cool scene, though. I mean, that place was lit. Yeah, it was. Utah at night is fun. Yeah, and they had those black uniforms. I mean, that, yeah. was, that was awesome. 
Um, so now you're kind of left with this hodgepodge out in the out west uh, with USC, Utah still lurking, Oregon's undefeated in the conference, UCLA is undefeated just in general. What? Ukla. Ukla. <laughs> yeah. That'd be way longer to figure out what you're talking about than should have. Uh, when I was younger, Bama went to like young, young. Bama went to play at UCLA. And I went with my dad, and I thought it was Ukla. So that's why. Well, you're a big dumb idiot. Yeah, we all know that one. All right, and then we get to the game of the night. Mississippi State loses to Kentucky, twenty-seven seventeen, up in Lexington. Ben has removed himself from camera. I concur. With that sentiment, uh, Ben, this oh, one was rough, dude. This one was a just a straight up bad game. Dude, it just my face is flushed, dude. I'm so my blood pressure. There's a few things about this. One, I think it stems from 2014. I can't stand Kentucky, Kentucky fans, anything about them because we went up there for the Mississippi State-Kentucky game that year. We were ranked number one, went in there to have a good time. They were very, very rude to us. Everybody was. Um, why? You're Kentucky football. Number two, this Mike Leach team on the road just can't carry over. I don't – did we throw a ball 10 yards down the field? I have this no the idea. Dink and dude. dunk 2020 bull crap thing again. Didn't establish the run at all. Dylan Johnson had two carries, which, okay, may have been hurt, but he was still out there in the second half. Two carries the entire game. Um, our defense played okay, but they had the pick six, which was fine, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that Maybe pick six kept look- it from, being, from looking like the blowout that it was. Yeah, and then – this has been a common theme this year on teams, and we've won some of these games where this has been the case, where there's been one single guy that can beat you on offense, on their offense. Devon A-Chain, very much struggled to contain him, luckily got out to a big lead, and they had to throw the ball, and that helped us there. Uh, Jaden, Jalen, I forget which one it is, Daniels against LSU, we talked about it, ended up losing that game. One thing you have to do, contain him, make him beat you with his feet. Guess what? Kentucky has one guy. Can you guess his name? Me? Yeah. Chris Rodriguez. Yeah, the dude averaged like seven yards a carry. He had I, – I know he didn't, but he had 300 yards rushing Saturday. Like, there's no – He chance. had 195 or something? The dude just ran the ball at the gut, got hit at the line, and ran for six yards. And uh, Will Levis – we turned Will Levis into – Aaron Rodgers on third downs. Yeah. The announcers, I don't, I don't want to be – we're sucking off Will Levis the entire the game. The entire game, dude. Jordan Rodgers could good. not – Jordan Rodgers could not stop. I mean, granted, Will Rodgers looked like butt cheeks too, but, I mean, he had a couple good throws on third down – but it's not like they were hard throws. That one he threw down the left side towards the end of the game, the guy was wide open. He way under threw it. Would have been a touchdown. Yeah, he didn't do anything crazy. I know he – I think he completed every pass on third down, right? 
Um, yeah, and it's like, dude, I'm so. Dude, it, it it was the worst night for us because we've been. This is the exact kind of team that Mississippi State always beats, right? Like they don't have better athletes than us. They like to run the ball, play tough physical football, and that's usually where we excel at. And it was just getting beat at your own game Saturday. The air raid is not a finesse offense as much as people like to like make it out to be. It's really a ball control offense. And Kentucky was more physical on defense and offense Saturday. We just, this team has been better at pushing the ball down the field. And I don't even care if you throw a pick or, like, they're incomplete. Like, try it. I don't even remember trying it. Do you? I, look, I I don't know what goes on on the road, but everything changes. I want to just say that it's Will not forcing anything. But it happens too often for it not to be a coaching thing at some point, right? Like, why does everything change whenever you just enter a different venue than the one you're used to? I'm just – it's – I go back and forth. Like, Saturday night, I, I was texting you. I was like, I'm entering the part of the season where I enter apathy mode, which is what I hate because I want to care and live and die on every game. But I enter that point, like, the past two years, I guess, where I've just – no, longer than that, with Joe Moorhead, too, where I just didn't care anymore because I knew what I was going to be seeing. And then I think about it, and I'm like, this team is a little different. And we have a brutal schedule. Um, and, you know, I've, I've said it like, yeah, we have a mutual appointment with Kentucky, but if we had Ole Miss's schedule, we're sitting at 6-1 and one or 7-0 and oh right now. And we just had a really, really hard schedule. Next year we have a pretty – have you looked at next year's schedule? Yeah, we sub out home at Georgia to go to South Carolina next year. And then we get Kentucky at home, and then your typical West schedule. Um, I can't remember who our power five. Oh, it's Arizona, right? Doesn't Arizona come yeah, to Starkville next year? Yeah. So it's just a much easier schedule. So I go back and forth. I mean, it's brutal. We have Alabama and Georgia two out of the next four weeks. Yeah. Um, so it is what it is. We're fighting at this point. We're going to be fighting for an eight and four season, nine and three season if we're lucky. Oh, nine and three would but be the pinnacle. What are you talking? This team yeah. is seven and five. I mean, we lose. You pick, make yeah. your prediction now. I'm saying seven and five because they're going to lose Alabama this week. They're going to lose to Georgia, and they are going to get boat raced in Oxford by Ole Miss. And I won't be talked out of that. If Chris Rodriguez just ran for 347 yards, what do you think Zach Evans and Quinchon Judkins are going to do in Jackson Dart? I don't want to think about it, man. It's but not good. To be honest, like that that egg ball as good as they've looked and as good as we looked until this week, that could be a fight for who's going to be eight and four. Who cares? Team stinks. A part of me died on Saturday, Ben. Dude, uh, most of me died. I was I was so sad. I don't want to be apathetic, but I'm heading there. And now, guess what? We get to play an Alabama team on the road after they lost. Fun fact, Alabama's lost 14 games since 2010. The immediate opponent after those games has been Mississippi State five times. 
So if you want to beat Alabama, just play in the week before they play Mississippi State, and then they beat Mississippi State by yeah. 40. Yeah, I was about to say, do you think the score is better or worse than it was last year? 51 to 3 last year. Uh, better, but marginally. Think we get an offensive touchdown? I think we score. Hmm. It'd be no, nice to score. I, I would love to. <laughs> I have to wait all day to watch this game. Oh, this one I wish was 11 a.m. I – it's going to be on the small TV at my at Casa de Busby. Everyone, the small TV is not even centered. The small TV hardly works. Shout out to my wife. She's going to be a chaperone in the homecoming dance that night, and she may just come back to me just sobbing in a corner. Side note, I'm going to the Colts-Titans game on Sunday. Uh, I don't know which game I'm looking forward to less between Mississippi State, <laughs> Alabama, and Colts Titans. That's exciting, dude. I think that'll be fun. I'm going to get booed. Also, congrats on the new stadium. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to start hosting Final Fours and uh, Super Bowls. and Dibs, um, dibs, dibs. Dibs on a uh, better attachment for all those things. Okay. So, yeah, uh, this team has kept doing what it always does on the road, and that's play bad and lose. Um, we'll see if they can turn it around in the very near future. Luckily, your most winnable games left are at home. You have uh, Auburn at home, and you have East Tennessee State. <laughs> and then you get Georgia at home. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but, yeah, Alabama and Ole Miss, I have zero faith on. Yeah, I mean – uh, ben, it's, we talked about the Heisman race. Season. Yeah. <laughs> ben, we talked about the Heisman race. Uh, are you in agreement that right now it's a two-horse race between Hendon Hooker and C.J. Stroud? Yeah, it's going to take a lot for those teams to bow out of it. Uh, both of them obviously have huge games left on the schedule with Georgia-Michigan. Yeah. Uh, that Michigan-Ohio State game be huge if they Michigan continues their trajectory, Blake Corum and C.J. Stroud. Um, going head to head, we'll see. I think it's Hendon Hooker's thing to lose. I mean, yeah, just with the whole Tennessee being back and the numbers he's putting up, it's insane. I mean, Tennessee's what's the guy's the receiver's name, the Randy Moss guy? I mean, that guy, Jalen Hyatt, there. yeah. Tennessee's I mean, got weapons thing. all over the place with him and Brew McCoy and Cedric Tillman and all them. Like, they really are like 2019 LSU on offense. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson are two totally different animals, but you can make the parallels there. Yeah, um, you definitely take them too. Would you take Joey B or Hendon Hooker? Um, I, Joey B had the best season I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I think this is also the last week we go without playoffs rankings. Yeah. Last year, if I, I remember so. correctly, Mississippi State was five and three whenever the original rankings came out, uh, and they will be five and three after this week. So it stands <laughs> to reason that they come out this coming up week. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, ben, let's run through some – in. <coughs> I was about to say NBA stuff. Sorry, the Grizzlies game really has me clustered. Uh, let's run through some NFL stuff, shall we? <clears throat> the Bills beat the Chiefs 24-20 in that playoff rematch. Let's go. Kind of a boring game. <laughs> yeah, but let people say Josh Allen didn't have that clutch gene. He can't go f- come from behind. Patty Mahomes always comes from behind. Guess what? Suck it. <laughs> 
I just love him and Stephon Diggs so much because, one, I just love them in general, and two, they're on my fantasy team, and they're on a bye this week, and I'm in shambles. But, yeah, have, great game. Uh, Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson on a bye this week. Yeah, that's tough. Um, the Eagles this beat was the tough on us because – oh, sorry. You got it. I was going to say – just riffing, we, jinxed that game because I told you to bet the over right before it started, and then that was the guarantee that it was going to go under. Um, yeah, Eagles, Cowboys. Cowboys. If they didn't have freaking Cooper Rush back there. Yeah, I mean, um, if you're a Cowboys fan, I still think you feel good about your team. The Eagles are also yeah, just wagon right now. They're really good, and their defense is really good. I don't – I mean, we had three picks. That game, the score looked worse at the end. Um, but I think Dak should be back this week. Not this week, definitely next week. So, we'll see what's going on there. And then we have a, a collection of good surprise teams and bad surprise teams. In the good surprise category, I have the 5-1 and one Giants, the 4-2 and two Jets, and then the 3-3 three and three Falcons and Seahawks. I think most people would have predicted them to be much, much worse than where they currently are. And the surprise the bad Jets? teams, Jacksonville's two and four. They're they're where they should be. Okay. Uh, and the surprise bad teams, you basically have all of the NFC North. No one's above three and three. Um, you have Denver, who's two and four with their two hundred fifty million dollar man, Mister Unlimited. Green Bay, I believe, is three and three. You Tampa's, said you said NFC North. I think you meant AFC North. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Tampa. Three and three. Tom Brady stinks now. It's hilarious. Yeah, it sucks that Dallas got dominated by that team week one. And then um, finally, you have the current reigning Super Bowl champions, the Rams, sitting at three and three. They stink. Yeah, they're not it, good. Did you see the Chargers? I mean, this Broncos Chargers game. I mean, I know the Chargers won, but. Gross. No one got a first down in overtime. That was the most disgusting game. Yep. Was it worse than Colts Broncos? Mm, no. 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 They actually scored touchdowns. I mean, granted, I did have the Colts in the Colts Broncos game, but I had and I had the Chargers in this game, so I won the Colts Broncos game. So that made it better. But they're both disgusting. Mr. And then the last last little bit of NBA news. NFL? NFL news. Sorry, Desmond Bain just hit a three. You're so unlocked right now. Robbie Anderson got traded. Who could have seen that coming after he tried to fist fight his entire team? Yeah, I mean, who cares? Robbie Anderson is like the most obsolete wide receiver ever. (laughs) I hope he's really good. I have Kyler Murray. He's always good for like – three good fantasy games a year, though. So it's like the guy that you pick up, you're like, he might score two touchdowns this week, and then he gets you three and a half points. But, That's the definition of Mike Williams. I hate yeah. Mike Williams, dude. Yeah. Well, it happens. Boomer bust, man. Um, but all right, everyone, that's going to wrap us up for part one of this podcast. Stick with us in the breaks, and we'll have our picks and a little uh, wrap-up sports news from around the world. So see you then. All right, everyone, welcome back to part two of the B-Team podcast. We will get to our picks in a second, but 
Ben just asked me a very intriguing question that I want the listeners to hear and think about for a second. Uh, substitute in Mississippi State for whatever your team of choice is. But Ben, go ahead. Yeah, so started with all your teams, who would you want to see win a championship? Then it moved on to both of ours were Mississippi State football by a mile. If Mississippi State football made the playoff in the current format where it's four teams, so you have two semifinals and championship, and you can only go to one game, are you going to the semifinal game or are you risking it to go and buying a ticket to the championship game? You have to buy these before the semifinals are played. I'm going to the semifinal game. I'm going to guarantee myself a state game, and then I'm going to watch the national championship where no one can judge me. I'm not watching it with anyone, by the way. So if that ever happens in, you know, like 85 years, future family members listening to this, don't invite me to anything. I'm not coming. I'm, I'm, so my original inclination is what you said. Go to the semifinal game. If you win, great. If you lose, you got to go because you get to watch the national championship game. I was in a previous life, I was an Alabama fan, and I went to a national championship game. Only ever went to one, 2009 against Texas. The amount of stress that my, what was I? 2009, I was. I was 15, 17, so 17. 16, for you. 17, something like that. I was so stressed watching that game. I could, I did enjoy it. But because Bama got out to a big lead, but that stress watching it in person is crazy. But the elation being there is a high. That's fine. I can I can find the elation elsewhere. Dude, me and you seeing Mississippi State winning the national championship in New Orleans or Atlanta or Miami or wherever it is, dude. We may ascend Nashville. (laughs) We may ascend. If it's Nashville, I'm going. Dude, but that's the risk you take. And I'm the same way. Like, I'm watching that game. I'm not going to a watch party. I'm sitting in my chair, like, just like in baseball, Mississippi State baseball is lower on my list, much lower. I sat in the exact same chair for every game with the same shirt on and watched every game. Yep. So the refiner of destiny. Yeah. I think I'm, uh, I think I'm rolling with what you said, but. All right, rank rank your teams then, since you wanted to throw out the list. Oh, you don't, but I don't have as much ties to my professional teams as you do. It's Mississippi State football, light years ahead. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State, just because I haven't seen it, I would like Mississippi State basketball. Because I, when we got to state, state was still pretty decent. No, your last your first year was the last year of them being good. Uh, okay. I came yeah, that was my freshman. Yeah. My first year on campus was Rick Ray's first year on campus. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there for the Stansbury last year. Um and then I mean, probably a this is gonna expose me. Cowboys slash wherever Dak Prescott is at, uh Super Bowl. Casual, go on. And then Mississippi State baseball and then Probably Magic and then Braves. The I Braves mean, are last? Just because I've seen – I mean, it's recency bias. I've seen it. I was telling Ben mine beforehand, but now everyone can hear it because he thought it was crazy. Mine would go Mississippi State crazy. football, wide gap, Grizzlies basketball, another wide gap, 
Colts, Cardinals, probably in that order. See, that's crazy. That's crazy. You've seen both of them win a sh- championship. I would like to see both of them win one again. Over Mississippi State basketball, dude? Do you imagine the tourney like, run. Ben, almost died in, in – oh, you almost had me say a dirty word. Almost died in Omaha, like watching it from the couch. Do you think that I'd be able to survive a Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final Four game? Dude, Final Four in Nashville if we were there. Oh, boy. And then I think it'd be I think it would be uh, Mississippi State basketball and then Mississippi State baseball to round it up. See, it was just crazy because you're a huge baseball guy. Yeah, but I've seen Mississippi State win baseball. I think they're gonna win one again, a few again in my lifetime. I know, I know. I'm a huge hypocrite, Ben. Don't judge me. Your list makes no sense. I mean, I get the Grizzlies. You're a big Grizzlies guy. That's fine. As can be said by this podcast. Yes, you're distracted the whole first half, and the Grizzlies are up 15 and a half in the first game of an 82 game season. Sorry, it's a big game against the Knicks. The national TV, we need to show the world who we are. How many times are you going to rewatch that game? Knicks game, I'll probably yeah. rewatch it like tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If they win, if they lose, it's gone from my memory forever. Hell yeah, I love that. All right, you want to pick some games? Not really, but sure. All right, I am still up a game due to the USC-UCLA fiasco. I'm so mad at myself. I, I, I've i manifested that, too, thinking that I had points. <laughs> um, last week's slate was awesome. Yeah, this week. This week's <laughs> slate is less awesome. As evidenced by the first game on the slate here, <laughs> yeah. Iowa at Ohio State. Ohio State oh, is a 29-point favorite. There couldn't be a spread big enough. I'm going to go first. Couldn't be a spread really? big enough for me, for me to take Iowa. Ohio State may beat them 70 to nothing. You think? Like, the one Dude. thing Iowa can do is play defense. It's at Ohio it's State. At Ohio State. Yeah, no, it's toast. Um. Ooh. Yeah, I agree. With thinking. You. No, I agree with you. That's a lot of it's points. A, it is a lot of points. Iowa or uh, Michigan went to Iowa. We're not playing college football math, but Michigan went to Iowa and won by thirteen, I believe, twenty-seven to fourteen. Um. I like Ohio State in the horseshoe with the weapons that they have, and I just don't think Iowa's going to score. So, even if Ohio State wins like thirty-one nothing, they cover. Yeah. All right. So you went first. I'll go next. I'll go first on this next one. Syracuse at Clemson. Clemson is a thirteen and a half point favorite. I. This is where Syracuse's magical season ends. But does it end by less than two touchdowns? <laughs> These are the questions we must ask ourselves. Dino, baby. Garrett Schrader. Garrett Schrader. Uh, the guy that tweets, Sean Tucker. Have you read his tweets, by the way? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm taking the favorite here again. I'm taking Clemson minus 13 and a half. I'm going to roll with Syracuse. The Clemson-Florida State game was much closer than I anticipated. Um, that was at Florida I get, State. I get it's at Clemson, but 
I'll take him. I'll take him to lose by ten. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Ole Miss at LSU. LSU right now is a two point favorite. Oh, I have to pick. Uh, this was a bad choice for me. Um, is this where Ole Miss gets exposed? I don't know. They can run the ball really well. Um, you want me defense. to go first? Sure. I'll answer your question for you. Ask it again, please. Are you going to take Ole Miss or LSU? Say, this is question. this where Ole Miss gets exposed? Oh, is this where Ole Miss gets exposed? <clears throat> no, Ole Miss is going to beat the brakes out of L- off of LSU. <clears throat> you think? Yeah, I, nothing goes right in my life. Why would this go right? Mm, I'm taking Ole Miss, too, just because – if I take LSU, you know, then I'm just sad on two parts. Yeah. This gives me some airs. Season's over. I don't know who goes first now. What's, I'll go. What is it? UCLA at Oregon. Oregon's a six point favorite. <laughs> I don't want to go first. I'll roll Buckler, man. They got it going. Uh, Oregon's looked a lot better. Um, at Oregon. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go UCLA. Why not? I like Chip the Kelly balls returns. on you, Benjamin. I like the balls on you. You're wrong, but I like it. <laughs> I'm thinking Oregon minus six. I think Oregon's rolling right now. Bo Nix looks really good, and Austin is a very difficult <laughs> place to play. Next, betting we on, have Texas. I'm just going to say this. Betting on Bo Nix is a dangerous game. Oh, I know. I'm well aware. Uh, Texas at Oklahoma State. Texas minus six and a half. I will ride with the Longhorns. Texas is back. Yeah, give me Texas. Although it was not necessarily an awe-inspiring performance against Iowa State this week. They were looking ahead. Also, uh, Texas fans – your team's like actually good. Can you please show up for the games? I know that ACL was there last weekend, but like you can do both. Also, like it's one of the top brands, like your Texas football, just show up to the games. Yeah. Also, is the Ole Miss LSU game that's CBS, right? Sure. So half that game is during the day. Yeah. LSU was, yeah. LSU was fucked. <laughs> Remember, they can't play whenever they see their shadow. But it's also getting dark earlier. And it's a CBS game, so it'll last four they have a whole, hours. Lane has a whole half to run it up. <laughs> All right. Kansas State at TCU. Does TCU keep it going? TCU is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. I mean, why not? Give me TCU. I mean, I, I – at this point, I can't bet against them. They just keep winning. Um, Adrian Martinez, also a dangerous man to bet for, with, whatever you want to say. So, I'm going to take TCU. Yeah, I've I've said too many mean things about Adrian Martinez to pick him now. I will also take TCU minus three and a half. I know we lost on TCU minus three and a half last week. But I do think Oklahoma State's a little bit better than Kansas State. So, but is there – an issue coming off that game. Ooh, these are the things that we don't know. Uh, no, I'm right. You switch your pick? Nope, I'm good. <laughs> Purdue at – oh, I'm first here, aren't I? 
Purdue at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a two and a half point favorite. I think I know where you're leaning because you've been Mr. Purdue for the entirety of the show, which is weird because Dang I should drum, be Mr. Baby. Purdue. I do think Wisconsin's gotten off the mat and them playing in Camp Randall is interesting. Purdue should be undefeated. Purdue really should be undefeated, by the way. We don't talk about that enough. Come on, man. Pull it out on the table. Call I'm taking Wisconsin. Ooh. Yeah, give me give me my bowler makers, man. Scares me. They're going to be jumping. It's two and a half, so it's close to a pick em. Yeah, well, they say home team gets three points. Yeah. They think Purdue's a better team on a neutral field. And then the last game, Ben, Mississippi State at Alabama. Alabama's a 21-point favorite. Yeah, give me, give me Bama. Okay. Why, why cool. would I? Why would I thought I, I was going to be the the, no. the Debbie Downer here. No, why would I pick this team to do anything on the road? Bama just lost. They're going to be pissed off. I mean, why? Why? Also, I think that game opened at minus like 23 and a half. So obviously it's moved towards. People are dumb. You said earlier like they couldn't put a lineup big enough to where you take Iowa. They couldn't put a lineup big enough to where I take Mississippi State. Yeah, they could. 30? No. 40? No. Really? Yeah. That's fair. Probably. I talked about this in the Ole Miss game. Nothing in my life goes right. So why would this go right? Yeah, I mean, uh, um, yeah, we've talked about it. I'm sad, boy. All right. <clears throat> NFL. Bad slate of NFL games, too, Ben. The first one that we have, Chiefs at 49ers. The Chiefs are three-point favorites right now. Is it me? Yeah. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. No. Well, okay, it doesn't okay. matter. We took the same team. Yeah. 49ers just lost to the Falcons. Yikes. Yeah, one of these teams are going to bounce back off of a loss, and I'm going to bet on Patrick Mahomes being on this on the right side here. Shocker there. And then we talked about the good surprise teams. We have one of them here, and they're probably a bad surprise team, although I think they're four and two. They haven't looked great. Seattle goes to the Chargers, and the Chargers are six and a half point favorites. So it's me or you. Uh, I think it's me. I'm going to ride with Seattle. I don't know why, the, like, after watching the Chargers this week, I don't I don't have any faith in them doing much of anything, which means that they'll come out and win by 14, but I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking the Chargers because the Broncos' defense, that team does stink. That defense is actually pretty good. They're the number one in fantasy. So what is that? Points allowed, I guess. Yeah, I mean they their secondary is ridiculous. Um, I think the Chargers have to win this game. And I mean the magic of Seattle has to run out at some point. So all right. So Ben, we have four differences this week. This is the most we've had in a while. We have uh Syracuse Clemson, UCLA, Oregon, Purdue, Wisconsin, and then the Chargers and Seahawks. <laughs> 
This, if I'm down five after this week, it's going to be brutal. So. All right, let's do some wrap-up here. MLB is in the championship series now. The uh, I can't remember where we left off the last time, but did we talk about the Braves losing? That wasn't me trying to make a, take a shot at you. I don't, I don't think we did. Okay, well, the Phillies are hot. They beat the Braves after dismantling the Cardinals in two games. Um, this is pretty much uh, – allow me to be selfish here for a second. This is pretty much worst-case scenario for me because the Cardinals front office is going to be like, oh, team just got hot, and not take into account that the Cardinals were just very flawed the entire season, and that's going to be their excuse when they do nothing, which they're going to do. Um, so the Phillies and the Padres, who beat the 109 or 111 win Dodgers, are now tied up 1-1 in their series. And then the Yankees-Astros start tonight. The Yankees beat the Guardians in five games, and the Astros swept the Mariners. Um, that score is currently 1-1 at the top of the fourth. Um, I'm actually – I'm going to say something here. Yeah, I'm rooting for uh, the Yankees in that series. I am too. I'm rooting for the Padres hard. So I don't care in the NL. It's fair. So – the NBA season got underway last night. Golden State got their rings and beat the Lakers. That Lakers team stinks. If you listen to the NBA pod, you'll know. And Shout out to Quindary Weatherspoon. Yes. He was the very first one to get his ring. He walked out in a flannel. It was very interesting. Um, and in the first game last night, the Celtics, your reigning Eastern Conference champions, beat the 76ers. And everyone else, I believe, is playing tonight. Uh yeah, and go magic. I don't know. Let me let me live check that score. Um, I don't know what else you have on extracurriculars, but no. there is an F one. Oh, we're down seven in the fourth. Um, there is an F one race this weekend, Busby. Where at? Austin. So oh. it's at a n- normal time of day on Sunday. So you don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn. You gonna you gonna tune in? I might. What day is it? Saturday? No, Sunday? you'll no. It's Sunday. You'll be at the game probably. Oh yeah. So, yeah, Austin. Um, we get to see that manifest in McLaren. Danny Ricardo loves Austin, so we'd love to see him do well. Uh, but we'll get to talk about that more next week because football sucks this weekend. Did we even talk about football next weekend? Yeah, probably, but we can make it quick. Yeah. We can talk about F1 a lot. I can't <laughs> wait for your for your punishment, by the way. Do you have it? We talked about it last time. Yeah, but you were still workshopping it, I thought. No, you're going to have to live tweet every race. And if you can't do that, for the ones that you don't live tweet, you have to write a synopsis and post it. Hmm. Okay. At least 750 words. No, no, no. That number went up from last week. No, it was 1,000 to start. No, we worked it down to like 600. Okay. Okay, 600. 600 No, six. You just said six. So, 600, if you don't watch it, if you live tweet it, you don't have to write a synopsis. Whatever. 
I'm gonna watch the Grizzlies game now. You can literally fix this by just watching Drive to Survive. There's four seasons, man. This is this is this is where my mouth gets me in trouble. Because I never should have agreed to something like this. And I didn't agree to anything. I just said it. Yeah. You you volunteered. Yeah, it was dumb. I haven't had a plan go this poorly since becoming a state fan. Okay. All right. Now I'm just Sad Boy season? Yeah, now I just get to think about that some more. Do you have anything else to say, or can I go just go to bed? Uh, we can go to bed. No, I'm, I'm going to watch the game. Yeah, you're going to stay up and watch the Grizzlies game and probably watch it again, then watch it again, and probably watch it again. No, the lead's been cut to 12, so I'm really nervous right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, everyone, tune in again next week. Uh, Mr. State's going to lose. We'll gloss over that. We'll see you all then. Bye.